Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Howdy and welcome to Wiki Shuffle. We're back for a one-off special. Yeah, is this the final one? I don't know, we haven't actually discussed that. Probably, yeah. It probably is. It's still probably. the best. Yeah. Final one, it's taken us three years to get here, but we are here. I'm Jack and I'm joined by international man of mystery, Chris Wallace. Hello. And everybody's dad, Phil Sharman. Hi, um, yeah. <laughs> Now we're on we're on Zoom. Yeah, we're recording this during lockdown, um, and you know, finally, some three white men have come together to entertain the nation via At podcasting. Um, you you both look so. It's been three years, <clears throat> so I want to find out what's happened in all of our lives um, since we last recorded. Um, looking at you both, you've both gone for the shaven head option. Um, Chris, you're actually coming to us live with a Zoom background that is full of Grant Mitchell's head. Yeah. Um, what's well, his real name? Ross Kemp. Ross Kemp. Sorry. Yeah. He's, he's done far more. He's a very, very serious investigative journalist now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've, you've been watching all. all of. Yeah. I mean, that's the most important thing to discuss. Ross Kemp's documentaries. What, which ones have you watched recently? Um, today, I watched the one. <laughs> I watched the one in New Orleans where you saw some bad boys. Who were using guns. Um, I saw one in Glasgow where a woman lived under a bridge and did a lot of heroin, but she got a house in the end, so it was all right. Um, tomorrow I'm in Tanzania where there's witches. Oh, okay. That sounds good. Is this... I'm learning a lot of stuff. It's this, I'm, yeah, I've really broadened my mind about hard bastards. <laughs> You've always been quite interested in hard bastards, it's quite yeah. odd. Um, right, so I want to find out what's been going on. Chris, let's start with you. Um, so you've got shaved head. Yeah, that's what, that's primarily what because of COVID. Okay, you've not you've not lost the hair. Nah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to keep it now. Is. I've used COVID as an excuse. Because I was going to do this for ages, because I, I hated going to the barbers. But now I've got this umbrella of pandemic, so... It's working out really well for me, to be honest. I've got lots of Ross Kemp on, my head's clean. <laughs> no lice. No lice at all. No, they can't hide anywhere. No, that's, that's, that's good. My, my shaven head was more forced upon me through a, 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 an admission of the ravages of time. Phil, um, I'll be honest, you, I, I think it looks... In fact, both of you, I think it, it really suits. Um, Phil, you look really sexy these days. It's, it's quite a... Quite a new thing. <laughs> that's that's double edged. <laughs> like thank it. you. I'll t- I'll take the positive from it. <laughs> good. I mean, I'm saying now is good. 
that's that's what you want, isn't it? You don't want the past to be good and now to be bad. So Oh yeah, just reliving um, former glories. Yeah. Just hanging out doing the thing you used to do five years ago, trying to recapture your youth. No one wants that. That was not any of our youths. Uh, certainly not yours. <laughs> um Chris, you have a new landlord. Yeah. It's Phil. <laughs> it's, it's Phil. So you know your your boss is Phil and your landlord yeah. is Phil. You're firmly yeah. in the pocket of Big Phil. Yeah. Um, tell us tell us what that's like. Um tucked neatly in his top pocket. Um financially, mm. emotionally. Emotionally? I didn't realise yeah. I'd got that card to play. Mm. Oh that's yeah. good. Well I I had prunes your tree today. Oh, how did that go? How's really the cherry good. tree looking? It's looking good. I mean, it's, you know, it's big. It's a big old tree. The cats love it. That's um, good. Yeah. So background here, Chris is living in my old house that I still own. He's not like in my spare room or something. Yeah, he's, I made it sound a bit like I'm also your gardener. Yeah. Like he's, <laughs> he's, not, he's not in the cupboard under the stairs, Harry Potter style. No. Um, but yeah, Chris is um, living in my old house and paying me money for it because I'm a fat cat. Yeah, you kind of he's everything very good. He, he sort of does. He doesn't even know when I pay the rent. Every time he says, "Have you paid it?" and I say, "Yeah," he doesn't check. He's, he's swimming. In, he's swimming in that much money that he doesn't even <laughs> check. I mean, I actually, owe, I owe, I owe Phil a bit of money at the minute. So we're, we're both, <laughs> we're both. Um, like oh, I said, he's everyone's dad. Yeah. He's everyone's dad. Um, Chris, you, um, you, I think for my money. Last summer, you gave the best best man speech that I've ever heard. Um, oh yeah, that happens. Our, our friend Brenda got married. She um, did to some guy, and yeah, it was it was very very good. Oh, thank and, you. You know, if I ever get married for uh, Chris, it's unlikely, but if I ever do, I'm probably going to force you to write a speech. That's fine. Although to be fair, I was terrified for that whole day and didn't enjoy any of it. You were. You looked like you were having a horrible time. Yeah, it was really, really stressful. <laughs> really stressful. Any other news? Anything we need to know about? Was that designed as a neat segue into the fact that I'm getting married? Well, it kind of was. You are engaged. Now, would you tell us which Magic the Gathering character you are engaged to? <laughs> it's um, unrelated to the, the sect. Oh. <laughs> as are all of your engagements. <laughs> So I'm engaged to be married to a woo man, an actual human woo man, who's going Whoa. to be my wife. That's new. That's, that's even when you say news. it like that, she's going to be your wife. It's, <laughs> it sounds a bit magic-y. <laughs> <laughs> he's finally, he's finally snared one. It's, it's, it's a lovely story. Snared. Mm. Snared is, is a good word, isn't it? Yeah, that really yeah. sums up. Phil, the thing I actually wanted to talk about more was um, because... Obviously, getting engaged is a big thing, but learning to ride a bike. Was it, did you learn or did you just get a bike? I've, I've, I got a bike. I've always known how to ride a bike. Well, not always. I wasn't born riding a bike. That's not <laughs> how it works. I mean, if anybody could have done it, well, it wouldn't have been me. Um, but yeah, I, I say you, you're looking for the me falling off a bike story. This, yes, this please. Oh, this, isn't, this isn't enough of a, this isn't enough content. Um, sure I mean, it is. Yeah, it's it's, we've, now. we've had three years to think of stuff and this is what we've got. So I, all there is, is that I went to ride a bike, having not ridden a bike for admittedly a very long time. And within a good 25 minutes of buying a new bike and riding that bike, 
I was in hospital with a broken arm. That's, that's just risk. That, that, those are just the dangers that well, you play with. And they changed since the last time we used them because they've got wheels the same size, don't they? As before. <laughs> Uh, you are old. That's, that's true. Yeah, my, my bones weren't adequately shaken by these new designs and it threw me off. Um, yeah, if that's the best we can do, then we're going to be really struggling for content over the course of this. Are you still playing Magic? Um, yeah, well, we're, we're all locked down, so no physical Magic, but yeah. I can, I can <laughs> As opposed to all in. <laughs> You're engaged. Best physical content contact all the other Magic players have. Yeah. Um, so what about you, Jack? Where have you been? Where are you? Why aren't we in the same room recording this? Actually, I, I listened back to all the old episodes recently to make the best of episode. Um, and I, so I left to go to Asia and North Korea and all that business. Um, since then, I did a few months there. Then I went and lived in the Czech Republic for a few years. Um, and now I'm in Bristol, probably for a short amount of time um, because... I forgot, I don't really want to be in the UK. Uh, so I will be off again soon enough, I think, uh, once things sort of, sort of calm down. A lot has happened, but I, I don't know how to put it in a little box. If you I haven't broken just, any bones. Yeah, if you just distill it down to one minor incident that's of no consequence or humour value. <laughs> um, I don't know, I've kind of... I think I've got my act together. I'm not doing as, as much... Uh, embarrassing stuff as i used to oh i am um, i don't drink you don't drink how many how many days sober are you now chris uh, uh a fat of a foul thousands thousands three years so three <laughs> years how many days so is that Phil, how many days is that <laughs> if it's three years exactly then three years since january the third work out quick maths uh, it's january like 1300 and you, so basically, the second the wiki shuffle stops, you manage to stop drinking. That's uh, yeah. a worrying correlation. But how are you coping? Because, like, at the wedding, when you did the, the best man speech, you weren't able to sort of rely on the booze to help you through, give you some Dutch courage. No. Just... It, it, are things harder in general without it? Yeah, or... I tend to go much harder now. Straight to intravenous <laughs> drugs now. <laughs> okay, that's good. I mean, I can tell. I can yeah. tell by the, by the shaven heads and the, the Zoom background full of Russ Kemp's. Oh, there's, yeah. a, there's a little um, Phil Mitchell as well. What's his name? Phil Mitchell? Oh, Steve McFadden. Steve McFadden. There's a little yeah. Steve McFadden in the corner as well. Yeah, because I wanted to mix it up. It's really nice. I can see so many bald heads right now. It's, it's like being at a certain type of convention. <laughs> Although, like, you could look at Phil, and no matter how bald his head is, you're never going to think Nazi. I don't know. I watched the, I watched the Ross Kemp recently where he's in Mongolia and there's a lot of Nazis there, which is a really weird place to find them, but they get around. Mongolian Nazis? Yeah, they're really into it. Not, not the entire country, but a, a small fraction of them are really into Nazi stuff. Weird. Ross Kemp wasn't having any of it. Good. Hmm. Well, on that note, um, lockdown chat, it's absolutely required, apparently. Um, Phil, you are locked down with your nice fiance in a lovely big house with your garden. Um, how's that working out for you, you prick? It's fine. I'm Great, basically, Chris. I mean, I've got nothing to add about lockdown. I mean, I haven't stopped work at any point, so it's just been the same. I've been working from home a bit, but this is 
fine. If I could never interact with humans again, I'm, I'm all for that. I'm perfectly on board with this whole, just being a new system of living. Let's. Well, I think we're having quite different experiences because you two both work for a, a medical supplies company. You're kind of busy, I imagine. Um, whereas I've got nothing to do. And yeah, I'm the one who seems to be losing his mind and you're both fine. Yeah. I've not lost my mind at all. No, yeah. Well, how many Ross Kemp documentaries per day? There's two or three. There's not many of them. I've got to watch the ones where he goes to Afghanistan. But well, You can't be bothered. That, that doesn't matter. Nah, nah. I only like it when he gets involved in the drugs. I mean, there's drugs in Afghanistan. Famously. Quite famously. Yeah, but it's mostly just Taliban's. This is from a long time ago. Okay. This was 2000 and something. Before they had drugs in Afghanistan. I haven't seen the documentaries yet. I don't know what's going on down there. <laughs> give me, give them back to me in two weeks. Okay. Anything else to add? Re-lockdown, Chris? You, you coping I'm fine. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually better in many ways. <laughs> um, I just do <laughs> shops whenever. I don't have to drive as much. I hate driving anyway. Um, You're still not very good at driving. Uh, was I bad at driving? Yeah. Okay. Then, no, you, you got changed. better. You got better. At the start, it was a bit. It was slightly. Scary. But yeah. you were drinking then, so. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. So, if anything, it's got a lot better since then. Uh, so we have some articles. Phil, yeah, do you want to start with yours? Are we supposed to explain what Wiki Shuffle is? Oh yeah. Hanging no, there's no new losers. No, no new losers. I just said new users, new listeners. No, we're stuck with the old Fuck losers. <laughs> three or four old losers that we might bring back to listen to this cod's wallet no i think you should explain what it is on this podcast we pressed the random article button and seen whatever it throws up uh, it's not got more polished with time it's rust there's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of rust going on and not only that but we're not doing that this week we've all bought articles of our own along yeah, and I really struggled. I used to, when, when we did this before, I would have to whittle it down. I, was, I had so much stuff that I wanted to talk about now, I really struggled to find anything that I gave a crap about. In fact, there was one thing that I thought, oh, I should do that, because that, um, that was really good. And it was the Heroes of Wrestling pay-per-view event from the, I think, the late 90s or early 2000s. Um, and then I realised that our guest on one of the episodes, yeah, Keith, we've already, had already done that. We've already done that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was all set. I, like I looked at the articles. I was like, right, we could talk about this bit. We could talk about that bit. Oh yeah, we've done that already. So yeah, that's the problem. Is that we just got through the whole of Wikipedia, and mm. so the podcast had to reach a conclusion. Oh, I know this guy. You know him? Well, not not personally, <laughs> but I know I know of him. Yeah, seem like a good lad. Yeah. So our first article, Chris's choice, yep. is... Uh, I forgot about the pronunciation I had to mm. do. You're Polish. I'm not Polish. Aren't you? No, why did you think I'm Polish? I thought you had a bit of, I thought you had a bit of Polish in you. Do you not? No. I mean, I'm, I'm not offended by that. It's you just sound weird. A bit offended by that. Well, I'm not offended by that. It's just a bit weird. Why would you think I was a bit Polish? I always thought you were a bit Polish. No. Is that Andy? Andy's a bit Polish. Andy's right? a bit Polish. With his very Polish surname, that gives it away. Yeah. Well, I thought Shaman was a Polish surname. It's not. 
But okay. again, that's fine. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be a problem if I was, but I'm not. <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry. I'm very sorry to offend you, but that's okay. Um, so, I, uh, Yot Votech, Wojtek. I, I would say Wojtek. Chris, help me out here. Wojtek. Wojtek. Wojtek brackets bear. Mm. Wojtek. 1942 to 1963 um, was a Syrian brown bear, Ursus Arctos Syriacus, bought as a young cub at a railway station in Hamadan, Iran, by Polish two corps soldiers who had been evacuated from the Soviet Union. In order to provide for his rations and transportation, he was eventually enlisted as a in order to provide for his rations and transportation, he was eventually enlisted officially as a soldier with the rank of private and was subsequently promoted to corporal. He accompanied the bulk of the two corps to Italy, serving with the 22nd Artillery Supply Company during the Battle of Monte Cassino in Italy in 1944. Wojtek helped move crates of ammunition and became a celebrity with visiting Allied generals and statesmen. After the war, mustered out of the Polish army, he was billeted and lived out the rest of his life at the Edinburgh Zoo in Scotland. I, I like this guy because, you know, I often commented on how oh, I like animals with jobs. Now, what more? What, no, let, let me finish. What more than he wasn't just a private, he got promoted for doing such a good job what does that say about the animal kingdom and the army? <laughs> oh, you tell us, what does it say about the animal Inclusion, kingdom and the army? friendship. Uh, specifically the, the Polish army. Yeah. Um, so you're saying that, I mean, it, it, he looks like a, a very good bear. I mean, the pictures are great. This is, this is good. This yeah, is good stuff. The Soldier Bear is the name of his website, <laughs> thesoldierbear.com. Yeah. It is an all. I'm going to go on that website right now. Oh, it's good. There's lots of nice pictures. Um, so I would recommend giving that a go. But let's read about, I still don't know how to pronounce it. Wojtek. Wojtek. Just Wojtek is fine. Wojtek. In the spring of 1942, the newly formed Anders Army left the Soviet Union for Iran, accompanied by thousands of Polish civilians who had been deported to the Soviet Union following the 1939 invasion of eastern Poland. At a railroad station in Hamadan, Iran, on the 8th of April 1942, Polish soldiers encountered a young Iranian boy who had found a bear cub whose mother had been shot by hunters. It's a sad beginning. As these stories often are. One of the civilian refugees in their midst, 18-year-old Irina, um, the great-niece of General Boleslaw. Oh, don't make me read this. <laughs> I don't, what's that? The L with a diagonal line through it. That's, I don't know what that means. Boleslaw. Does it make it a... Oh. The great it's a tricky one. It's tricky. General Bol... I'm going to pronounce it like it's just an L. General Boleslaw Vinyava Dlugowski, oh, that's offensive, was very taken with the cub. She prompted Lieutenant Anatol Tamawiecki 
to buy the young bear, which spent the next three months in a Polish refugee camp established near Tehran, principally under Irina's care. In August, the bear was donated to the second transport company, which later became the 22nd Artillery Supply Company, and he was named Wojciech by the soldiers. The name Wojciech is a nickname, diminutive form, or hypocrisy of Wojciech Happy Warrior, an old Slavic name still common in Poland. Wojciech initially had problems swallowing and was fed condensed milk from an old vodka bottle. Yeah. Um, he was subsequently given fruit, marmalade, honey, and syrup, and was often rewarded with beer, which became his favourite drink. And me! <laughs> he later also enjoyed smoking or eating cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> this bear is remarkably similar to Ukraine. Yeah. As well as drinking coffee in the mornings. Mm. He also would sleep with the other soldiers if they ever, if they were ever cold in the night. No, that's uh, like me. <laughs> he enjoyed wrestling with the soldiers and was taught to salute when greeted. He became an attraction for soldiers and civilians alike, and soon became an unofficial mascot to all the units stationed nearby. I don't want to bring this back to um, to wrestling all the time, but um, I'm going to and. There's a lot, Chris. I know you love animals with jobs. You should definitely research some of the wrestling bears um, that actually wrestled in proper wrestling promotions in America um, and Russia and all over Europe um, until genuinely the 1980s. There, there were some some, oh, really? some bears in advertised matches uh, with humans. See, um, and, yeah. I've investigated animals with employment before, but never, athlete, never athletes. <laughs> He became an attraction for soldiers and civilians alike and soon became the unofficial mascot to all the units stationed nearby. With the 22nd Company, he moved to Iraq and then through Syria, Palestine and Egypt. Wojciech copied the other soldiers, drinking beer, smoking and even marching alongside them on his hind legs because he saw them do so. Wojciech had his own caregiver assigned to look after him. The cub grew up while on campaign, and by the time of the Battle of Monte Cassino, he weighed 200 pounds. From Egypt, the Polish II Corps was reassigned to fight alongside the British Eighth Army in the Italian campaign. Regulations for the British transport ship, which was to carry them to Italy, forbade mascot and pet animals. Because that's sensible, because there's a war on. To get around this restriction, Wojciech was officially drafted into the Polish Army as a private and listed among the soldiers of the 22nd Artillery Supply Company. Ah, loophole. <laughs> <laughs> Henrik Zakharovich and Dimitir Slavugo were assigned as his caretakers. As an enlisted soldier with his own paybook, rank and serial number, he lived with the other men in tents or in a special wooden crate, which was transported by truck. During the Battle of Monte Cassino, Wojciech helped his units convey ammunition by carrying 100-pound crates of 25-pound artillery shells, never dropping any of them. Yeah, however, good. However, this story is a big controversy due to some people saying it was false, while a British soldier recalls seeing a bear carrying crates of ammo. The bear mimicked the soldiers. When he saw the men lifting crates, he copied them. Wojciech carried boxes that normally required four men, which he would stack onto a truck or other ammunition boxes. This service at Monte Cassino earned him promotion to the rank of corporal. Is that all it takes? Carrying some He's a bear, Phil. Gets you promoted. In recognition of Wojciech's popularity, a depiction of a bear carrying an artillery shell was adopted as the official emblem of the 22nd Company. And there it is. 
yeah. a picture of the bear carrying a massive bomb. Yeah, I don't it's, think a, it's a cool logo, man. That is. Well, if awesome. you were the enemy and you knew that was the logo of the people that you were fighting, I'd be scared of them. But bears carry their weapons. Bears don't need weapons. That's the, that's the terrifying thing. Exactly. They give the weapons to the people and then they fight with their hands. That's what I imagine he did. He's a corporal now. I don't think they deployed him in combat. Of course they did. He was a corporal. Chris, how's, uh, how's your script for the Hippocampus film going? Oh, great. It's finished. It's done. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, it's done. Okay. When is, have you sent it off to anyone? Uh, COVID. To who? Coronavirus. Okay, it means what? that you can't what? send off your script because yep. of... just coronavirus. The... That's what you do. <laughs> okay. You don't want to do something or you can't do something. You just say it. When's, when's my rent due, Phil? <laughs> coronavirus. See, this is brilliant. Why is no one happier? <laughs> <laughs> After the end of World War II in 1945, Wojciech was transported to Berwickshire, Scotland with the rest of the 22nd Company. They were stationed at Winfield Airfield on Sonic Farm near the village of Hutton, Scottish Borders. Wojciech soon became popular among local civilians and the press, and the Polish-Scottish Association made him an honorary member. Following demobilization on the 15th of November 1947, Wojciech was given to Edinburgh Zoo where he spent the rest of his life, often visited by journalists and former Polish soldiers, some of whom tossed cigarettes in for him to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he liked them. Well, he was a veteran, so give him what he wants. Fair enough. Is that, is that, is that your, your policy? If you were Prime Minister with the veterans, just give them just what, give they what they want. Just give them what they want. If they want to walk around their fucking garden all the day, then they want. Fair. Media attention contributed to Wojciech's popularity. He was a frequent guest on BBC Television's Blue Peter programme for children. Wojciech died in 1963 at the age of 21. At the time of his death, he weighed nearly 35 stone and was over Ooh. six feet tall. Yeah. It, is that saying that it's a tragic story that he descended into obesity, or is that just normal for a bear? I don't know. That's what it is. And it takes its toll on different people in different so ways. So the legacy, the many memorials to the soldier bear include a plaque in the Imperial War Museum, a sculpture by David Harding in the Sikorsky Museum, a wooden sculpture in Willsby Woods Grim Grimsby. Grims why has Grimsby got a monument? What's he got to do with Grimsby? What, what else are they gonna do? Yeah, good point. Um in 2013, the Krakow City Council decided to erect a statue of Wojciech in the city's Jordan Park um, to celebrate. I, the, well, to I think that's why I might know the fella because I'm trying to work out why I know this story, and I think I've seen that statue in Krakow, but I don't um, know. Is that interesting? Probably not. <laughs> In 2013, the city of Edinburgh Council approved the erection of a bronze statue of Wojciech by Alan Beatty Herriot to stand in the city's West Princes Street Gardens. It presents Wojciech and a fellow Polish army soldier walking together. A 1.5 metre relief documents Wojciech's journey from Egypt to Scotland with the Polish army. I mean, this is a lot of commemoration for a single bear. This it's bear is... Bear. Yeah, but oh, it didn't do anything. Carried weapons. Carried, it, it did carry got, quite a lot of stuff. promoted. It, no, it may or may not have carried weapons. And uh, if it there's a picture so, of it carrying stuff. 
Yeah, there's millions <laughs> of it carrying stuff. I've seen at least three statues now. Uh, yeah, it's literally a picture of it with a big artillery shell. Yeah, no, that's exactly. not a picture. That's an embroidery. That's a very different. That is not photographic evidence. He had two caregivers. It would be better off just those two caregivers if they carried the ammunition. They'd have done a better job. Yeah, but for morale, it's good to have a bear there. Yeah. Whose side are you on? I think I've switched. I think I'm seeing Chris now. <laughs> yeah. I just think you're being a bit of a dick. It's fine. Hmm. It's good to have a bear. It's nice. If you're having to, like, shoot people yeah. in the head, it's nice to have a bear there. Give you the bullets. <laughs> yeah. Can we agree that there's a limit? To how many bears in the army? And the, the ratio of humans to bears in an army. Uh, one is one is plenty. One per army, one per regiment, one per squad. <laughs> uh, how big's a squad, Chris? Well, uh, oh, let's think. Six, because you need like one big guy who's good with bombs and stuff. One little guy who like snipes and that. Uh, a boss guy who's had a hard trouble past, and a girl. <laughs> Basically, you're, you're turning war into an RPG. <laughs> that, that's, that's what's happening. That's what your squad is. That's how war is carried out to you. Yeah. A mage at the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need a healer. Yeah, one mage. <laughs> so so you're, you're suggesting one bear for every but, five men? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Seems you reasonable. You use him once per battle. <laughs> like a summon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, good idea. <laughs> yeah. There's a limit. There is a limit on how And you can only, like, if he's carrying as well, that's kind of, you, you can only use it for one thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I think cool. in future wars, that should be accepted. In 2011, a film, Wojciech, The Bear That Went to War, was broadcast on BBC Two Scotland, narrated by Brian Blessed. That seems like a, a, a good marriage, that does. Because he's a bit bear-y, isn't he? He's a bit like, he's a bit of the human embodiment of a bear. Yeah. Okay, so we have just recorded my article and Phil's article. I chose um, a Jeremy Clarkson type figure from Ireland called Ian O'Doherty, who's an arsehole. Um, turns out his Wikipedia page isn't overly interesting, but I struggled to find anything interesting on Wikipedia. Phil's article was about a dog with a naughty name um, that he chose because he was a, a dog with a job, and we thought that might lead to some discussion with Chris. Um, however, we'd already done that in Chris's article. So I did pick a dog so, with a job. It was a yeah, bear. It was a, a bigger, bear. A bigger dog. <laughs> Famously, bears are bigger dogs. Do you want to clarify that for us? Bears are big dogs? Is that a... Yeah, well, aren't they? They're just really big dogs. I don't really need any more clarification than that. If you, have, if you happen to have a dog and you embiggen it, you get a bear. <laughs> so just, just keep feeding the dog... You just get, yeah. you'll get a bear. You'll get to a point where a bear comes out. It comes out? Yeah. Yeah, big, big dogs. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to entertain this. I'm just going to move on. Um, <clears throat> if that's the last original opinion that we've produced on this podcast, I'm quite happy with that. Um, Bears are big dogs. <laughs> Bears are big dogs. 
coronavirus. As long as you remember both of those things um, after you've listened today, everything will be okay with the world. Um, so that's it, really. We could go back and record more, but honestly, it's taken us this year, this this long, this many years to to get to a point where we can record together. Um, it's not going to happen again. So that's it. Bye, I guess. Um, thank you to you, Chris Wallace. Where can people find you on the internet if they want to keep up to date with all your comings and goings? Oh, does that even matter anymore? Yeah, because it's the last time. Do? If anyone if thinks, I want to keep Chris in my life in some way, um, it'd be nice to, to do it. If you would like to, I am Chris Wallace123 on Twitter. Most of it, though, I just like, I run and I have a cat. <laughs> He's a small tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, keep feeding it and hoping for the best. Yeah. You run, so if you go to Kettering and have a walk around, they might see you running. That's how they should keep up to date yeah. with you. Is that what you're that's, saying? That's it, yeah. Okay. Phil, where are you? I'm on the Twitter, but I don't really do anything on there anymore. I haven't been on ages. Um, at P.E. Sharman, but I... Uh... You, don't, you don't even do Instagram, do you? No. Too right. old. You are quite old, yeah. Uh, and I'm on Twitter, Duke, that's J-O-O-K. And I'm on Instagram, which is where I am most of the time these days. That's Duke Stew, so J-O-O-K-S-T-E-W. Um, and that is about it. Any final words? Well, I think we've done a very good job on those oh. people that periodically ask us for more wiki shuffle. Probably aren't going to bother anymore. <laughs> yeah, this is to good. Be fair. There is a lot of there is a lot of them. Yeah, There's like more than many other podcasts. Just do them over and over and over again, like I'm doing with Ross Camp. You, whoa, you're rewatching the Ross. This Kemp. is the say I'm on my second watch through. Of the, oh, okay. That's your second, worse. Wa- your yeah. second watch through during lockdown. Oh no 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 no! I watched them ages ago, and then I've come back because I forgot okay. what happened. Oh, that's reasonable. mostly the same things happen. I thought you were just watching them on repeat throughout lockdown. That no. was too much. No, definitely. Although, to be fair, I have a criticism of him. His Ross Kemp on Gang series and his Ross Kemp Extreme Worlds are very, very similar. So the Extreme Worlds and the gangs often cross paths. Well, something to bear in mind, isn't it? Hmm. As we go forward into our new lives. Um, Thank you to everybody that has listened to the podcast. Thank you to all the guests that we had. Thank you to Ruth for doing a great job filling it in for me. We should have got her on this, really, but I've only just thought of it. That's how much of an unthoughtful swine I am. Um, Yeah. I guess, bye, have a nice life, and maybe see you again around someday or something and that. Yeah. You're really good at goodbyes. Struggle, isn't it? It's a real struggle. Uh, yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.